Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of What the Chell, your friendly neighborhood non-misogynistic hockey podcast. We are your hostesses. I'm Haley. And I'm Natalia, and we're officially back in action. We took a little break last week, but we're back with a brand new episode for you guys. And the podcast is officially in its 20s, which is super exciting. Um, We can't wait to share what we've got planned for today. Uh, But before we dive in, I just want to say, please excuse me if I sound a little under the weather today. I went all out for our queen, Taylor Swift, last weekend, and I am definitely still recovering. Oh, no. The post-Taylor play got you too, huh? Ugh, yeah. I mean, I did get a little bit of a cold for sure, but it could be worse. My friend that I went with is, like, coughing up a storm. Like, she really oh, got no. it. But two shows, including a rain show, were well worth it. Taylor is always worth it. <laughs> Agreed. Um, anyways, we're going to save all of the detailed, swifty, raving, and rambling until next week and dive right on into the episode today because we have a super special one lined up for you guys. Um, it's going to sound a little bit different than what you're used to with WTC because we actually have our very first interview today and we're so excited about that. Um, but we'll be back at it again with our regular format next week. We really hope you guys enjoy it. All right, we've got our first guest on What the Chell today. He is the digital content producer and social media manager for the Anaheim Ducks, Tyler Pistoia. Tyler works to create all of the entertaining and engaging posts you see on the Ducks' social media pages, and he makes sure to keep us all up to date on the latest happenings with the team, both on and off the ice. Please welcome to the podcast, the man, the myth, the TikTok legend himself, Mr. Tyler Pistoia. Haley, that was a heck of an introduction that I can no shot I'm going to be able to live up to, but I sincerely appreciate that lead-in. I'm glad to be here. It's going to be a fun time. Definitely. All right. We have quite a handful of questions for you, Tyler, so we are going to go ahead and jump in. Starting off, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do as the digital content producer for the Ducks? Uh, short story is I'm the social media admin manager. Uh, I manage the content that goes out on our social channels, um, from the tone to the verbiage to the content itself. Um, we collaborate on our team of mine. Oh, not mine, but ours. Uh, my boss and then my coworker will kind of come together on ideas that we want to execute. Uh, other departments that we'll need help from or can we execute it by ourselves and uh, kind of the the tone and the um the way we present content uh from other departments to our fan base okay cool awesome um we do know that you have a pretty extensive background in sports both as a fan and as an athlete yourself specifically you played division one football for the university of tulsa which is really awesome um did you always know that you eventually wanted to make the transition to work in sports or was that kind of like a natural next step for you Uh, to me it was a natural progression um when you are in team sports your entire life from age five until through college um you you that was really kind of what i wanted to be a part of and to be a part of a team and to be working towards something bigger than yourself um while kind of my career took some interesting turns to make me would to put me where i am now uh with social um but in general yes being a part of team sports my entire life playing football for tulsa 
um, and then working in the NFL, working um, with different NFL teams, working in the racing world for a little bit, um, and then now here in hockey. Um, it's been a heck of a career. Yeah, it sounds like you've really done it all. Wow, that's awesome. Um, what are some of the best and worst things about being the social media manager for an NHL team? Uh, best thing, um, the, I guess the fan response, uh, seeing something that you create or seeing something that you, um, you, you, an idea that you come up with, an idea that is executed well and presented well and seeing the fan, the positive fan response there is phenomenal. Um, that makes you feel great. Also being a part of the team and when you win, your team rallies around that and that, and that kind of that good energy, uh, that radiates through the entire company, not just the guys in the dressing room. Um, that's always, that, that's always a good time. And then, and then of course the, the relationships you build, the, the friends you make along the way. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it is, it is a journey for sure. Um, but that's, that's, that's probably the best part. Um, the worst part is just, it's, it's, it's long. It's just a lot of long, some long hours. You're working a lot. Um, you're working 82 nights a year. Uh, and then 41 home games at Honda Center where you're not getting home till probably 11 o'clock at night. Um, yeah. You might have to do a little bit of work even past that at home as well. Um, so the it's t- the, the time commitment maybe, I guess, would maybe mm-hmm. the, the, the tough side, but that's what you sign up for, and that's what you know what you're getting yourself into um, in when you get into this into this career. Yeah, I can imagine it takes up a huge chunk of your time, especially doing it essentially on your own from what I understand. Yeah. Our department is set up where myself, I'm really the full-time social only person. Uh, my coworker, Matt, uh, is our kind of our digital manager, uh, helps write, um, will also help film video and edit video, uh, in short form segments. And then my boss, Adam kind of oversees the both, uh, the two of us, he technically is in charge of all of digital and publications. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, we know that you are a pretty big Ducks fan yourself. So what has it been like creating content for a team that you're a fan of? I never saw myself uh, getting here uh, at this point, to be honest. Um, when I was working for the Chargers and digital, and that was just like a digital media internship, Twitter was just becoming a thing. This is 2012. So really, at the time, Twitter was, okay, we're going to we're gonna text only and we're going to do score updates or, hey, you know, I'm going to try an idea where, hey, let's ask our fans on Twitter for questions and I'll ask them to the players after practice and post whatever that little 30-second video is of that. But to then go from that point in my life to now, you know, a decade later to now creating content for the team that I grew up loving, um, the team that I would go, I was probably at, in 2013, 2014, I was probably at mm, 15, 20 home games a year um, with a friend of mine. Uh, so I was big, 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 big time into the Ducks then as well um, after college and after my my, 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 my stint in um, with NFL teams before NFL Network. Um, so it's really been, it, it's been wonderful and it's been really rewarding and fulfilling um, to be, to start as a fan. And then now you put on the employee hat and you can now do things and kind of create content, create stories, tell stories of things that you kind of wish you had seen 
growing or not growing up, but what you would want, what you would want to see as a fan in that setting. That's so cool. Um, was it almost when you first started working, was it almost kind of like a, like fangirling moment? Like, oh my goodness, like these are the players that I've gotten to watch and like now I'm working with them. Like, I feel like that's got to be so surreal. Not fangirling. No, you can put, you can put the employee hat on pretty quickly. And I'm a goalie. So I just care about, I only care about goalies. Uh, everyone else is like, oh, that's cool. Oh, good to see you. Nah, Gibby, how we doing, buddy? Oh, Millsy, hey. Um, no, no, no. There, there, there's no, there, there was probably some, there was probably some worry about in the op, probably, probably other employees or probably at the time were like, oh, you're hiring, you're hiring a fan to be the social manager. Oh, is it going to be professional enough? Right. And then, yeah, you're, it's, 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 you, you, you turn that off pretty quickly. Um, you get to know the guys and yeah, it's, it's not like you're meeting your idols or anything like that. They're, they're all good people. They're all good guys. They all are here to do a job and they're all here to, you know, hopefully one day take us to the Stanley cup. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I was going to say that would be nice. <laughs> I think we're all hoping for that one. Um, I was just going to ask, do you think that kind of having that fan background helps you out when it comes to creating content as well? Like, is that something that kind of adds an element for you? Good question. I, I don't, uh, the problem was I kind of fell off after 2014 when I, when I moved up North to mm. work in the racing world, I, I, I had stopped watching the ducks. So my knowledge of the ducks kind of stopped in 2014. And then I had to really pick it back up in 2019 when I started applying for this job and I had to do some more gotcha. research on, on the team as well in, in, in that sense. Um, I would say, yeah, yes, because I, I will, me and my specific tastes, I guess you could call them. Um, I know what I would like to see from a team account. And I would hope that there is a segment of our fan base that would like to see that as well. Um, mm -hmm. But a lot of it is understanding the different platforms and the different platforms is kind of personalities. And each fan base is on each platform is different. What works on Twitter might not work on Instagram and vice versa. And what might work on Twitter or I'm sorry, what works on Facebook will not work on Instagram or something that works on TikTok will not work mm -hmm. on Twitter. So you learn these different um, quirks or fan bases on each platform. You understand, okay, well, this idea might be best for Instagram. This idea might be best for insert platform here. Um, and it doesn't, that doesn't happen overnight. That takes time. That takes years to understand what, what segment of your fan base is on each different platform and what they respond the most to. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, so, I mean, speaking of creating content for different platforms, like we'd love to hear a little more about your creative process when it comes to actually, uh, coming up with those content ideas. Um, I specifically want to know how you come up with the silly questions you ask the players with the mini mic, because I think that's so much fun. So we just love to hear more about how you really like engage creatively and come up with those ideas. Uh, it's a collaborative process. I will, or we will, um, we'll say we have practice. Okay. We're doing a mini mic. All right, Matt, Adam, any ideas on questions that we want to do? We'll throw out five, 10 questions, and then 
from there, we'll just whittle it down and go, all right, we like that one the best, or, hey, I really like this one. Anyone else really like this one? And they go yes or no. And then we go kind of that route. That's a, it's a bit democratic in that sense. Um, but really when you have a good one, um, you kind of know when you see it in the team's chat, uh, which is just how we, how we communicate. Uh, then you just, from there, I know, okay, easy enough. Once practice is over, my mini mic's in my phone. I just go over there and stand by the door. And as guys walk by, bang, hit them with it and then keep it rolling. <laughs> are you uh, the one that's actually creating the graphics and things for social or are you just post? No, I know we have a, we have a graphics team. We have a creative team uh, that does all of those fancy graphics that you see. Now they will give me at times a template, like they'll give me the template. So those game preview or post game graphics or the draft graphics where you say, oh, pick number, you know, round one, pick two. Well, they've given me the template for that so that in round two, pick 45, I just change the numbers, change the image out, change the name, and then off you go. And that's the graphic we have. So a lot of the times for those things, I will get templates for that. Um, but the, the more one-off graphics are all done by, by our creative department. Gotcha. I'm not a graphic designer. Uh, no. You and me both. <laughs> if you're looking to get into social, start with Photoshop and start with uh, an understanding of how to, well, shoot photos, shoot video, and create graphics. That would be a foundational piece if you're going to start in, in social is learn that um, either in school or taking classes and having a bare bones understanding of photo, video, and Photoshop. Yeah, we go through uh, nearly every week. We go through the Canva shenanigans, trying to make our posts for for Instagram for the week. That's as advanced trust, as we get over here. Trust us when we say everything is templatized at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we saw and loved the video um, that you posted back in March where you geared up in your goalie equipment and took some shots from uh, Ryan Strom, Zegris, and McTavish. Um, and we're just so curious about how that idea came to be and kind of what that whole experience was like for you. Bro versus Schmo. Um, <laughs> yeah, there were other names for that, um, none of which are appropriate. Um, duck versus insert whatever word you can think of would also be another was option B. Um, <laughs> now, that particular idea is something that um, because of me playing goalie and being a goalie, um, I felt like, well, we had never seen this done before on any other team account. I've really never seen anything like this done across sports. I'm trying to think of like a football, like I've never seen a basketball team post content of, hey, we gave our social admin like 10 shots at a three point shot. And how, here's how, what they would do. Here's how a regular person would do kicking a 35 yard field goal. Maybe that has been done a little bit, but I, I, I don't remember seeing it actually against a professional athlete in their environment. Um, it's a bit like a fish out of water kind of thing. Although for me, it's just, I, mean, I know how to play goalie. I'm not going to get hurt. I have the gear. I have everything I need. Mm -hmm. I'll be protected. But the difference between a adult league slash beer league goalie against an <laughs> NHL pro is in a very, very, very different sport. Um, because they've put the time in. They've done 10,000 hours on the ice. I've yeah. done not that. I, I do not have that. <laughs> um, 
I, I try I try and hang in there and play well in our employee skate, and I try and get wins over, you know, people at at the silver level of GPI. Uh, I'm not really I'm, I'm I'm certainly not a professional, and it really shows <laughs> quite quickly when they get on the ice and you're on the receiving end, you're on the business side of that. Um, so that, that's kind of, and that idea had been, we'd had had that idea for probably four months and oh, wow. it simply came down to, okay, um, who would we want to approach about this? Um, and then timing and then trying to, trying to find, okay, well, we, we need to mic two guys up. We need to have two different cameras. We need to have, okay, so Matt will be on the cell phone. And then he will be on me, and then our the other guy helped us out, DJ. He's going to be on Strom, and then that was it. And then just by happenstance, Z and Mac are on the other side of the ice, and they see, you know, not Dostal, not Gibby in the other net. And like, oh, what's this? What what's going on here? And, yeah, they just came over and, and they, they they proceeded to go to work uh, as you clearly. It's an saw. opportunity they couldn't pass up. <laughs> it was cracking us up and then your little comment at the end this is why they play professional hockey and i make tiktoks for a living (laughs) i've been sitting on that i was sitting on that line for like three months i had that line ready to go for three months Um, we'll have to uh throw that video up on our stories this week so our listeners can see because it's it's a good one in terms of performance um i think I think the feedback, I think, I think we got very, it did very, very well for us. Was it a smashing home run? Not on Instagram, um, not on TikTok, although I thought TikTok might be better, honestly. I thought that post might perform better than what it did on TikTok. Um, Twitter went nuts with it, which was a lot of fun to see. Um, so that was, that. that's just interesting to know that. Not in terms of total engagements, because Instagram is always going to have more engagements than Twitter, just naturally, because that's how the platform interacts with. Um, but the shareability and the reach and the impressions of the video are much higher on Twitter because, well, same same situation with that platform. The shareability is just higher. It's yeah. just natively higher. Um, and then to see all the comments roll in, um, so which, which was a lot of fun and, and funny to see. Um on that route. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to do an episode two, uh, <laughs> episode two would be, you know, am I, am I going against someone else? Am I, or is it something not goalie related? Is it, you know, we, we get someone from our fan development, from our marketing team and they try and play defense against insert player or someone like tries to go into a corner against Simon Benoit and gets laid out. I think that'd be hilarious, but you know, the whole injury thing might not be, oh, uh, an issue. Might not be uh, too, too highly uh, looked upon. So we, yeah, we, we don't know what happened. We don't know if we're going to do an episode two or what the direction would be if we did do a, uh, a sequel to Pro versus Shmo. I think Are the, we going to sequel? Go for it. Cause I know what you're going to ask. <laughs> I was just going to ask, are we going to possibly see you as our e-bug in the future, Tyler? <laughs> No, funny enough, I am not allowed to be the e-bug. Really? What? Uh, a what a shame. The, yeah, there's a rule in the NHL. The e-bug cannot work directly for the team. Um, and since no my, way. And since my email address is at AnaheimDucks.com, uh, that is a no-go because think of it this way. Let's say it's the last game of the season. We're playing the Kings. 
if the Kings lose, the Ducks are automatically in the playoffs without any help. There is an incentive I have to t- quote unquote tank. So that's the reason why that rule okay. is in place because now you have situations like David Ayers in Carolina who worked for the arena. He did not work for the team. Mm-hmm. So that's how you can have people who are who are employees around the team but not, don't work directly for the team. Um, our e-bug, well, we actually, we have a couple. Um, I'd say our primary e-bug is, uh, his name's John. He's a lawyer in Irvine. Um, he played for the Alaska, he played, he played, he played juniors for an Alaskan team. Um, I'm forgetting the name right now, but he has bright yellow pads. Um, oh. yeah, that, that, that is our, one of our e-bugs for Honda Center because it's a Honda Center e-bug because you got to play for both teams. It's not, it's not like a Ducks e-bug. It's, you got to play for both teams. So, yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Really random I'm, fact. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually trying to do a TikTok video with him. So he sent me some video of him at practice. I've got some video of him hanging out. Like, I've got photos of him at practice. I took of him at practice one time. And then um, he's going to try and get me some video of him, like, at his office. Like, here's his day job. And then here's what he does at night where he just comes to a game of ours. His gear is all downstairs by the dressing room. And then if need be, he gets the call and he goes down and suits up. So that that's something that I am working on. Oh, cool. Pretty that's cool. awesome. Okay. I think Nat has some questions for you as well. You want to go ahead and take over there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think starting out, there's really no de- denying the fact that the NHL season is super long. Um, do you ever find it kind of tricky to develop new content ideas as the season progresses? Sure. Uh, and especially if, if the team's not doing well, right? Um, everyone's in a much better mood. Everyone's happy. Everyone wants to do more things when you're winning. When you're Definitely. losing, you got to come up with better ideas to make things more engaging for your fans to showcase player personalities while at the same time, the idea has to be good enough that the players can actually like sink their teeth into it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And they're just not going, you know, through the motions. Um, so that's always a challenge for us. And especially in this past season where we finished literally dead last. So trying to come up with content pieces that were still engaging and still were interesting to our fan base and to potential new fans of A, the sport and B, our team. Um, that's always... That, that, that is the, that is the hard part of the job. Definitely. Definitely. Um, speaking of player personalities, <laughs> we wanted to know if you had any like funny stories you could share about any interactions you've had with players or even fans. Oh, there's plenty of fan stories. <laughs> Ducks Twitter is an interesting We'll take place. them. Yeah, Ducks Twitter is we an know. interesting place. <laughs> place some incredible personalities. Um, it's an absolutely unhinged unhinged uh behavior um in terms of personality wise um i think a funny one just because you know goalie life uh we're at a a, we're at a golf tournament and stoli is you know taking a shot or he's he's chipping or something somewhere and you know i i I take a video of him and he just absolutely shanks it and then he's like, you cannot post that under any, that you absolutely cannot post that <laughs> goaltender union. And I was like, dang it. He pulled the union card on me because he knew <laughs> he's the, he knows I'm the, I'm, I'm the goalie. So he's like, no, you can't do it. No goalies. We, we can't, we can't do that to each other. I was like, ah, dang it. Oh, oh, man. I'll, I'll let you slide off, but still is great. 
Um, fun, uh, yeah, fun things. And a lot of the fun stuff happens like at these off-ice events, like the fashion show, where you know you've got like Strom is 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 helping out McTavish. Um, you know, you've got guys doing things, um, or like uh, small things with, with with their families that you know it, it really shows that these guys are not one-dimensional robots they have a family mm. life they have yeah they have, they have wives they have girlfriends they have people that really care about them um and it's nice to see them able not not around the rink uh and that yeah i mean Do, Do, i mean dostal will sit and talk with you for a half hour about anything um that guy is really really engaging and, and, and a lot of fun i i like dosti a ton um, I mean, probably just because he just talks to the goaltending me for for. <laughs> I was gonna say we're sensing He's a talking, theme here. Yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, talking shot angles for for ten minutes, which I love. He's like, oh well, this guy has he brings the puck into his skates here, so that means I have to read it this way, or I have to shift here, or after my vision has to go here, or yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot. Yeah, so it's fun. Uh, it's 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 always fun getting to know. The personalities and that's not just the players i mean some, our, our coaches are incredible um i know coach akins um is no longer is no longer with the team but man that is mm -hmm. that dude is a 10 out of 10 human being that is an incredible incredible man um Aww. that i'm glad uh, i'm glad was our coach that's a good good human being that um had some nice 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 things to say about uh the social team at times uh like, oh you guys were great oh that's brilliant so it's just, just small things like that and to get a, a coach who does not use social he has a twitter account and he has an instagram account account um but to get a reaction out to get a to get like to get noticed from that is is it was it was truly fun at, at times to uh to get that that's so awesome can you share a little bit of insider scoop with us about any exciting projects you're working on for next season uh we well i mean do you guys like those series the great moments in ducks history recreated poorly yes oh <laughs> yes. <are> awesome <laughs> yeah we're filming one on tuesday we're filming our next oh one love that yeah so fun it's been a little while I since know, we had been, one of those yeah, the last one we did was was that vancouver no it was Edom. yeah it was Edom. and then where i got emerson Edom, yeah which was nice uh, i actually i actually went out to a uh so Emerson Edom owns and coaches slash general managers a uh, a B uh, junior B team. I, don't, I think it's I think it's uh, B. Long think Beach, Long, huh? Long Beach Shredders. Yeah, they they play mm -hmm. at Lakewood Ice, which was my home rink. Um, and he's a late and he's a Long Beach guy too. Um, uh, actually, his wife went to Wilson. And I, I think with ah, maybe with me. Maybe she's two years. Maybe she's two or four years younger than me. I'm not sure. But yeah, either way, we're Wilson Bruins. And what he's kind of really tried to get going here um, at Lakewood Ice with the Shredders has been awesome to see, um, to get the support of the community, to get sponsors involved, to support what he's doing. And I actually went out to a practice of theirs. Ooh, this was almost a year and a half ago, though. And I, and I threw on the goalie gear, and I got in for practice and just took some shots from, from his guys. Um, so that was a lot of fun and kind of talked to the guys a little bit brief, uh, briefly on the ice and a little bit about what I do, um, what, you know, things that I would see around the rink 
at the Ducks level, that would translate to what they're doing. Um, kind of life advice a little bit here and there. Um, but that was that was that was a really, really nice experience that I had with him. And I yeah, I just shot him a message saying, Hey, Emerson, we're thinking about doing your your goal against the Winnipeg. Would you be down to come to GPI for an hour and do it over completely over the top and ridiculous? Um, so, <laughs> and I mean, and what what we had thought, well, actually, what I had seen was there's an old, there was like an old NFL on Fox. This is like early 2000s. Terrell Owens is playing. There's some actually might be a Nike commercial. There's a commercial where Terrell Owens, it's like an animated version of him, catches a pass, and they're trying to show how many like you can't stop him. So he like, he's running through like thirty people, and then he's running down the sidelines, and then th- someone throws the the Gatorade jug at him from the sidelines, and he, and he jumps over it. So my thought was, okay, well, we can do that here and have people like just fly at him, and then I want to show someone throwing the trash can at him, and then he'll just duck under it. And so I'm glad that worked out. And <laughs> my guy, my guy Zach, my my guy Zach had a good throw, um, had a good reaction to the throw. So. Uh, I'm glad that worked out, but yeah, our next one is uh, coming up on Tuesday. So that's, oh, can't wait that'll to be our see next that. big, so yeah, our next big one in the series. And those have been performing pretty well. Um, I think uh, they, it's, I think it's, I think, well, of course, best performance in terms of engagements would be on Instagram. I think this last one did best on Twitter. Um, so I'm curious to see which the one that we're going to do on Tuesday, how that works out. Um, uh, I'll give a hint. The other team's jersey is green. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Love a good hint. That'll be fun to see. When does that one go up? Whenever we, whenever we or, well, slash Matt will get around to editing it. So we'll film it on Tuesday. Um, If we don't have much going on that week, he can really like dig into it and Mm -hmm. knock it out in a few hours but if we have things that keep popping up and things keep piling on his plate on the digital website side then it just kind of pushes it back and back and back and then we're also going to do our nhl rules series which we haven't we haven't done or showcased our nhl rules series on any other platform but tiktok that's been a tiktok only content piece which has been wildly wildly successful including the most recent one part four funny enough which did over i think just under a million views, but collectively wow, that, wow. That, whole se- that whole series has been incredible, incredibly successful for us. So we're going to keep that going. So coming up with new weird rules in the rule book is a little tough and we're kind of, we found some, we, we, we found, we found at least two or three that we like. So we're going to try and showcase that um, as well on Tuesday. And then we'll put that out hopefully within a week or two. And uh, cool. awesome. hopefully we get us the same, same high level response. Very cool. We'll have to share those once they come out. Yeah. I don't think we're going to help you very much with the algorithm. <laughs> following is very small, but anything to boost you a little bit. We, we will take um, the support any way we can. <laughs> um, we recently had the PWHPA championships come to Irvine. And I know the last time the three of us chatted kind of off the record, um, we were talking a little bit about the growth of women's hockey and how it could really use some additional marketing. Um, so coming from someone who really understands the ins and outs of promoting the game, what do you think the NHL can do to better promote women's hockey? A good question. I mean, you have, I don't know if it's a, a strategic business partnership, because I don't know if they have that 
with the PWHPA, and then I don't know if they or if they have that with um, what's the what's the other one? The PW what's the other pro, uh, professional? One? The PHF. The PHF. Mm -hmm. I because because there are two leagues or two distinct separate entities. I think they both need to come together under the, I don't know if it's under the NHL's umbrella or just with the NHL's support, and it could be social support, it could be dollars and cents. Um, I believe the PHWPA is on ESPN Plus, correct? Are they all, are they both? Yeah, a lot of them are, a lot of mm -hmm. them are. Okay. For both, get, for both leagues. So you've got better, well, at least you, at least you have some sort of coverage on on a, on a television side. Um, I know, I know it is ESPN plus, um, and you'd love to see it on a bigger channel or something that's more mainstream to see mm -hmm. if, if a fan, if the fan base will watch it on the bigger, uh, I guess I call it mainstream, but the, the bigger channel. Cause I'd like, cause no one's truly tried it. I don't think, right. Like you see the women's, the women's final four in basketball get a higher number than anything on the men's final four side. And, you know, it beat out, you know, half the NFL games, period. Yeah. So I think there certainly is a market and there certainly is a viewership that wants to see more women's sports on TV. I don't know what it's going to take on the business side or the broadcast side for them, for it to make sense for them. Um, I, I, maybe it's more sponsors. Maybe it's, I, I, I honestly, I honestly don't know that that would be my, I'm just kind of, spitballing here off the top of my head of what could help them in terms of boosting either viewership or social engagements. I don't know if that's the right, I don't know if that's the right metric though. Um, yeah. To do so, but that's, that, 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 at least that's where my head's at. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think sure. it takes all of those components and viewership and social engagement and broadcasting as well. So. It'll be interesting to see as they, I know they're looking to expand, especially um, some of the leagues. So we'll see what happens there, but good. it's exciting to see, I think. Good, good, good. I mean, yeah. Uh, and, and really what, it's a lot of Northeast teams, right? Like it's, it's, it's not like there's mm -hmm. a team in Texas or Chicago. Is there a Chicago team? There's a Chicago team. No. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, does a team in San Jose or Anaheim make sense? I mean, do they play out of GPI? Do you, I'm, I'm, completely spitballing here like that'd do, be so cool you mark or is it a market that doesn't have any kind of pro sport around it like i don't know if it's just something like would a team in south dakota play or like like in sioux falls like would something like that yeah happen? well there's no nhl team there's a giant hockey fan base because university of north dakota is right there would does that make sense if there's nothing else i i don't know i'm I'm simply just spitballing here. That's a really good thought to expand into a market that doesn't really have anything. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. I know that was a doozy. We hit you with one. <laughs> um, we'll lighten it up a little bit. One thing we really like to do on um, each of our episodes is answer some, we call them silly little questions. <laughs> um, so we wanted to fire a couple at you before we let you go. Um, our first one being, who is your favorite Ducks player of all time? J.S. Jaguar. Ooh, good pick. Solid pick. He was ready for that one. He was, yeah. <laughs> you think we see his number in the rafters? 
I hope I hope so one day. I hope so. I hope so. That's my opinion, at least. Uh, he was actually at practice. Oh no, he was at uh, he was at one of the practices um, late in the season. Actually, I don't know. I forget why he was down here. But yeah, him and his him and his, uh, him and his family, or at least him and his son, were were down here, and I just waved at him, said hi to him very very briefly. So that was that was fun. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Second one. Um, what's the best concession food at Honda Center? Chicken tenders and the waffles. Ooh. Yeah. You're killing Yum. it. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of the chicken tenders for sure. Okay. I want to know. Last... Be- oh. Wait, before you ask this one, yeah. have you tried the cookies that everybody has at Honda Center in yeah, like the yeah. cone? Are they good? I've never yeah, had them, but they look phenomenal. delicious. Yeah. The, the cone. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean the bucket that I bought? For, yeah, I bought the bucket for myself. <laughs> I'm sorry, and my pregnant wife at the time, but mostly for me. Um, yeah. Can't go so, wrong with the cookies. Yeah, Kathy's cookies are phenomenal. I highly recommend anyone that goes to a Ducks game at least goes outside Puck Drop Patio and uh, snags, snags a few of those because they are elite. I can, I, I've got like hot it. food takes. Yeah, I've got, I've got movie takes. I've got food takes. Yeah, there's, oh, okay. Yeah. Hit us with a movie take <laughs> since we're on the topic. Uh, D two is a better movie, top to bottom, than Mighty Ducks. Oh, okay, okay. It's a better film. Okay, it is a better film, top to bottom, better film. What do you think of the new uh, Mighty Ducks show? I watched. Have a you watched bit of it? it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I like. It's cute. I I, I wish I wish they kind of I, I wish they would have. Ex- I think they can they canceled it after two seasons, which I didn't love. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, my wife really got into it a ton. I think she watched all the episodes. I want to say, um, I thought it was, I thought it was a, a unique take on a modern take on a way to kind of continue that storytelling that made sense. Like, okay. Yeah. Bombay just didn't go off into the sunset after three. <laughs> it's like, okay, now he fell on hard times and okay. Now he's, yeah, it's, but I, 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 I did, I did love the kid's personality. I honestly did. And then meeting those actors in real life was, oh, was yeah. really, really fun. Oh yeah, I forgot. Them for the, not the, no, it wasn't a premiere because you, you, we weren't. You guys did the like screening event. The, yeah, the screening of mm-hmm. the first episode. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool yeah. to see. So, and, and those, you know, and, and some of those actors actually were Ducks fans and, now all of them are Ducks fans because after they met the players and everything like that. And That's my so guy cool. Maxwell Simpkins, the man, the legend himself, um, he's a huge Ducks fan and he's always trying to do stuff with us on social media. Uh-huh. We have him out to game sometimes. So, yeah, good guy, good guy. Cool. Were you that present so for like any of those um, cameos that they did on the show? No, no, that was all like super secret, top secret stuff. So, oh, okay. If you remember, make sense. when they were filming inside Honda Center they disney allowed our our ducks video team in there to kind of shoot a feature like a behind the okay. scenes feature um that was posted on our social channels Ooh, that was like early in the season i want to say we posted it uh, maybe november i want to say um but that was what it was like for jonesy and z um and terry to uh, yeah i think it was terry yeah it's terry uh to yeah be in the fowler show the and then fowler and then, and then we had the second piece where it was Fowler at GPI um, presenting, I think, the jersey to the team. So, mm-hmm. no, it was cool. And, and that's awesome to see because we, we love 
you know, crossing over with them wherever we, we can and with our history. Um, Definitely. It makes a lot of sense. And our fans certainly love it when we when we do things with um, with them and, and any, any kind of time with them, our fans love. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Are we ready for the last one? Because yeah. I think it might be our most important question yet. Is it? it, is it easily. Though? It is. Easily. It is. <laughs> What is your favorite Taylor Swift song? Uh-oh. Well, here's the downside Nat. I don't oh, listen to no. Taylor Swift. Yeah, I don't listen to Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah, it's not ideal. I know. It's Tyler. Not uh, I, I lean on my two coworkers to give me all my Swifty stuff. So, yeah, my boss and, and Matt are the are Taylor Swift fans. I <laughs> 22? Something about 22? Okay. Let's go with that. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. We'll take 22. We'll yeah, take my, it. My original copy for the Trevor Zegers birthday post was like oh happy birthday zegris and then my boss was like no 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 no, we're changing this and it was like oh something something he's turning 22 or something and was like, oh swifty confirmed admin and i was like well that was that was that was my boss that was adam that was, yeah, so. adam is a secret swifty actually not secret no <laughs> no not secret at all it's just him and z like rocking out to some taylor swift before morning skate that's what you're trying to tell us here Sure, that's exactly, yes, that is exactly what happened. We'll take it. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Alrighty, I think that's all the questions we have for you today, Tyler. Thank you so much for taking the time, hopping on and joining us. We appreciate it so much. Um, you've yeah, been for sure. so supportive of us since the beginning, and we just really are grateful for the fact that you took the time to be our first guest on the podcast. It means a lot to us. Thank you so much, Nat. Haley, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, keep grinding, keep plugging, keep doing your episodes, keep building your community, keep building your fan base. Um, do as much as you can. I know you might not see a ton of results right now in the early stages, but you keep building kind of brick by brick and you'll see the returns eventually. Um, you know, I think you got, I think you both have a great dynamic with each other. You know, keep it Thank light, you. keep it fun, keep it friendly. Um, you'll, you'll continue to build an audience the more you continue to do um, and also find ways to kind of set yourself, set yourself apart from other entities to make people, to give people a reason to, uh, to listen to you. Thanks. That's Thank so kind. <laughs> All right. We will, um, we'll hope, hope to have you on another time. Maybe. I mean, I had so much fun. Yeah. Oh, good. So good, good, good. We'll enjoy your off right. season. <laughs> Yeah. make sure uh, just 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 let me know next time you're at a game okay, yeah for sure. for sure for sure as always thank you so much for listening to and supporting what the chell please subscribe on whatever podcast app you listen on and leave us a rating and a review it helps boost us in the algorithm and lets more people listen to wtc just like you you can also follow us everywhere on social media at what the chell pod and interact with us over there we absolutely love to hear from you guys We hope you have a great week and enjoy playoff hockey. We love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.